The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And boy, do we have a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have Bello Sanchez from America's Next Top Model, Kevin Sizemore from the new movie Woodlawn, and a new segment of So You Want to Be a Star. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Well, Pennsylvania is getting, well, I shouldn't say Pennsylvania. I should say Philadelphia is getting back to normal. The roads are open again, and the hysteria over El Papa coming here to visit us has ended, thank God. I am not very happy that the Pope came here, simply because he said a few things I'm not thrilled about. Things that are bigoted, and things that will only infuriate people to do more harm to gay people. First of all, he's against gay marriage, which I think is ridiculous because just because he can't get married to his lover doesn't mean that, you know, we can't. <laughs> um, also, he said bad things about just gay people in general, transgender people, and he agreed with that bitch, that Davis bitch, that uh, she doesn't have to sell, uh, give out marriage certificates to gay people because it goes against Christ because he talks to God, you know. He doesn't realize he's schizophrenic because most schizos talk to a voice that doesn't exist. But anyway, I'm happy to say that I'm no longer a Catholic. I was born a Catholic and raised a Catholic, although I never went to communion, confession, or what is the other thing, whatever the hell, the other jerky things they do. Um, because religion really does incite riots and turns people against one another. Uh, look at the wars that we have. It's basically based on religion. I'm sorry the Pope came. He should have stayed in Rome, you know, polishing his jewelry, having his hair done, and getting new, you know, burgundy satin shoes made. Because his coming here was just ridiculous. Talking about getting his hair done, though, everybody in the chat room is talking about how nice yours is. Oh, thank you very much. That's because the Pope did it before he left. He gave me a wash and set. You know, he used to be a hairdresser. <laughs> But anyway, that's enough about Aurelia Jones. Uh, what's up, Chad? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, hang on. Uh, we're no going to get there. We have time. It's a two-hour show. So pe people, please don't hate me out there if you're Catholic. Everyone's entitled to their beliefs. And my belief is not of religion. My belief is extraterrestrial that we came here from Mars. So tell me I'm not crazier than anybody else that believes in a God that they've never seen. So there you go. Now we could talk to Chad. Who's What's birthday up, it Chad? Is. Today's Chad's birthday. Welcome, Chad Murphy, mm -hmm. engineer for the Jimmy Star Show. What's mm -hmm. up, Chad? Hit it, Ron. Hit it. Well, to sound like a big old homo, here we go. 
birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Wow. What the? Happy birthday. Oh, Chad. Oh, happy birthday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. To you. Yay! What's up, everybody? Right. Right. Chad, happy birthday. Right. What's up, y'all? I can make believe that Marilyn Monroe sang that to you. All you have to do is play the voice sound back. And get a, and you know, lay there at night in the dark with a vibrator and play that back and you'll think it was Marilyn Monroe. You bet hey, I'm gonna clip uh, that segment out right there. Thanks, Ron. Have a good have listen, Chad, seriously. I know you're thirty one years old and you're looking great for your age. Thank you, sir. Now tell us your real age. Forty five. Oh my god, I was I off by a few months. Anyway, what are you doing for your birthday? I'm doing the Jimmy Star show. Woo! Well, that's depressing. Now let me hear something. <laughs> let me hear something exciting. Something exciting. I don't know. Maybe get lucky tonight. Who knows? Oh, you think your girlfriend's going to put out a little for your birthday? Probably She's got to do huh? a little, you know, like dress up like a birthday cake and have you eat it. There, that sounds fun. Okay, tell her that. I'm going to text her right now. She can dress as a birthday cake. A lot of He's going to text her right now. A lot, a lot of Pillsbury cake mix all around her box. And, you know, can't, you know chocolate syrup and go, go at it. Thank you, Ron. Well, so know, what's up? Anything to get happy. That's In good. In the meantime, Chad, we wish you a happy birthday. All the best always from everybody that's listening now. Everybody loves you. You're fantastic. We want to thank you for all that you do for us. And have a happy birthday. And Thanks, Chad Bills. happens to be, folks, in the real world. A gentleman, a sweet guy, a very nice person. I don't know why he's on our show because he's really too good for us. He's too proper. Chat room, they're saying he's hot. <laughs> oh, he's gorgeous. So you can, I've seen him without a shirt. Forget about it. He could play one of these superhero movies in a minute and make them all look like a bunch of Nelly little skinny queens. But anyway, Chad's just a nice guy, a regular down-to-earth Joe. And I'm so happy that he works with us. I'm shocked that he does because, you know, he's got class style and he doesn't curse. Hey, hey it's, it's the best so show W4CY has. I got to be here, baby. Woo! There you go. I let's, know. But, you know, even in our private world, yeah. when we're not on camera or, or TV, you never curse or say dirty stuff. You're a gentleman. Okay, you say so. Now, you I, say so. Yeah, you know, off camera, I'm very clean-mouthed. You know that. I never oh, say yeah, dirty right. stuff. Oh, never. boy. Never. <laughs> so what's up, everybody? Chat room, hello. We want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Yay! Lots of people in the chat room. I don't know who all of you are, but let's say hello to Irish Ginger. Guest Dave Pizza Hughes. Oh, Dave Hughes. Uh, stars Now, I guess that is. Jane Yates, fabulous author from England. We've also got Jessica, Jimmy McCrary from OverTheMoonNews.blogspot.com. Over the Lady Lake Cindy and Lady Lake Jen from Lady Lake Music, the badassest music promoters and social media people in the world. And um, who did I miss? Jimmy McCrary, I said Jane Yates. I guess, and, and anybody else that's in there, hello. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We're going to have a great show for you. Oh, Stefan's in there. Hey, Stefan, what's up? So everybody in the chat room, hello, hello, hello. And um, before I don't forget, which I'll probably tell everybody later too, but but uh, the Jimmy Star Show's uh, videos and stuff are all getting put up now. All you have to do to go to jimmystarsworld.com. We have an incredible new promotional video that exp uh, talks about the show, our reach, and all the fabulous guests we've had on. It was all done by Stefan. It's like a movie. and You can go to jimmystarsworld.com on the homepage and you can check it all out. So please do go to jimmystarsworld.com. And if you don't, no big deal. <laughs> I went. Very boring. Oh, terrible. Oh, terrible. 
that's a terrible Ron, thing. Because it wasn't about me. If it was about me, it'd be fun, exciting. You're talking about it. Uh, it is about you. What? I'm in that thing. You're in the video. Well, it's Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Well, I didn't shoot it. How do I know? Uh, it's not. Well, it's not video of us. It's video of all our guests and all the people that we reach. It's a promotional. Oh, well, I got approval show. of what I did. You didn't do anything in it. All it has is your oh, name I just on sat it. Sat there. Did, did you see me? It just has your name on it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So I'm not in the video. I'm not in it either. It's a it's a promotional video for the show, not for us. So We're not in the show. Yeah, but it says the Jimmy Star Show with Ron anyway, Russell. Anyway, folks, last <laughs> night we went to the movies and da 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 da. Dun, dun, dun. We saw a fun, great film. Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway in. Uh, don't tell me I know it. Those people that work for you for free. In turn. Jimmy's got 10 of them. Uh, okay, an intern. It was a delightful film. It brought together the now and the yesterday. It showed how young people respected him and learned to dress like him and behave like him. It showed the difference when gentlemen of the age of 70 years old had manners and caring for other human beings as opposed to the young, selfish uh, folks of today. Uh, other than that, it's a lovely love story with Anne Hathaway and her problems her success. Jimmy and I were delighted with it. We Great left, movie. We left feeling very, very lightheaded and happy. It's a, it's a feel-good movie. Please go see it. It's what Hollywood is doing now for all the older actors. They realize that Philomena and the Gold Woman, what is it, the Gold Woman? Woman in Gold. Woman in Gold and so many other films that appeal to all ages are now becoming the new trend. And I'm happy maybe Hollywood could bring us back a little bit of Cary Grant in uh, George Clooney, who I always thought looked and acted like Cary Grant. Maybe they could bring us a little Marilyn Monroe or Rita Hayworth in some of our other female stars where on camera they'll start to wear makeup, eyelashes, hairdos, and gorgeous clothes like they did in the 40s to teach the young people today that casual is wonderful. I love casual. When I'm not working, I look like a rag picker or a slob. But when you go to work, you got to look halfway decent. And there is a time when you have to dress up and look good. So It's a great movie. Everybody go film. see it. It's a lot of fun. And um, and it's the only movie you probably ever see where like the lead people are not very attractive, except for, except for the two main leads, but everybody else in it. So it was very unusual. Well, it's not unusual. It's what the world really is. When you have 215 people working in a factory, what are you going to have, 215 gorgeous things running around? It's not, it's not normal. I mean, look at us. When we go in the mall, we see so many ugly people. I said, I think Pennsylvania has the ugliest people in the country. It's true. I mean, New York City or L.A., my God, everybody's magnificent looking and so, dressed. So real quick, too, we got to say a couple other shout outs. We got Tina in the house. So hello, Tina D. Welcome to the show. Say hello to Mai. Oh, hello. Tina. Tina and Mei Ling. How are you, girls? We've also got guest Felisa in the chat room, and we forgot to say hello to Goddess. Oh, I never forget to say hello to goddess. Hey, goddess. Mm. Maybe you can turn me around a little, goddess. You know, like we could meet, have a couple of drinks, put on some Johnny Mantis, get naked, and have fun. What do you think, goddess? You think you could turn me around? Mm. What's goddess's answer? Drop, drop she dead says grandpa. Indeed. Oh, she indeed. says indeed, and Tina says ugly people in Pennsylvania, they just need a tan, Ron. No. <laughs> No, no they, need, they need Tina. They need more than a, ta a tan. God says I love you. No, most of them need teeth, touch-ups, and girdles. There you go. I think that's, like, funny. 
I'm not lying either if you've been to Pennsylvania, especially where we live. We live out in farmland, which I have to tell you is the most beautiful place in the world. Pennsylvania, there's no place as beautiful. The cornfields now have been cut down, so they're all orange. And the green trees and the changing of the leaves and the blue hills and the curving roads that go through arbors of covered trees. Oh, cows and, and red God Goddess says she's coming back as a man in another lifetime. Oh, well... Well, let's let's check you out. You know, I don't know. Coming back as a man, maybe you are. I suspect you are a man goddess. Uh, uh, no way. I really think goddess is a drag queen. Jane Yates is coming back as a dog. My my inner feeling. <laughs> I, I would too. My inner feelings is that goddess is a, a sex change or a drag queen. I think so. I think she's a fabulous drag. If she's a drag, she's gorgeous. <laughs> That's why she won't come on our show, because we'll hear her say, Hi, Ron, how are you? No way. Coming out of that gorgeous, sexy body. Yeah, we'll hear there's deep, like like that, what's his name? What's his name, that drag queen thing that changed? The, 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 oh, Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn. He's, <laughs> he's a drag queen, you know, he's not a, a woman. They keep calling her her. When I did drag, nobody called me her. They called me Ron. I wasn't a woman. I was a man. I still had the family jewels. And he still has the family jewels. Therefore, he's a man with boobs. Uh, he's a drag queen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's so stupid. I actually posted a thing on Twitter the other day, like, because I don't understand the whole Kardashian thing. We watched it for, like, what, like four Not minutes? Even. Not Four even. minutes, five Not minutes even. at the most the other day. I don't really get it. Chad, you don't watch the Kardashians, do you? No, sir. I just don't get what the um, why everybody's so like intrigued by like the family that you know basically like became famous for making sex tapes. I mean, because they're dysfunctional. I know, but and they wear fashion, and, and everybody likes to see what they're wearing. And they have like all these offshoot shows of the Kardashians too. Mm -hmm. I just can't even like believe it. But I, I actually tweeted everybody needs to get a life, and only about twenty people retweeted it. So I guess everybody really likes them, but I just don't get it. No, they're popular. I mean, I, I have a lot of friends that have boobs. They're chicks with dicks, and uh, out in West, out in California, there's so many of them. And they don't consider themselves women until they get it chopped off. They still consider themselves men with penises. Just they're, they're what do they call themselves something? It's a wild name for them. She devils. <laughs> or she men. No, she, she something. She males. That's what it is. She males. Actually, Cindy Lady Lake says just, they're just fun to watch. It's a train wreck. So. What, the Kardashians? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, they have to shoot in CinemaScope. Like a circus, it says. No, but they have to shoot them in CinemaScope, which is widescreen, because if the three of them are next to each other, their asses and hips take up the whole screen. So you only see half of them on the ends. Tina says she's coming back as a bird, Jane, so she can shit on everybody who's ever been mean to her. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what a positively negative statement. <laughs> That's fabulous, though. Like, paybacks are a bitch. I'm, it's karma. <laughs> I'm coming back as Donald Trump. Oh. Yeah, this way I could be nice to everybody <laughs> and not build walls to keep people out. I mean, which, you know, everything else he says I kind of agree with. You know, his war policy is like, you know, cut this shit already. We're America. We're tough people. Don't push us around. It's going to get interesting, and I bet you Saturday Night, Light skips, ugh, Saturday Night Live skits are going to be just hilarious now. Now that the president, it's always the best time on Saturday Night Live is during the presidential elections. That's when they well, everybody's annoyed with Obama now because Obama is not reacting to the war in Syria. Russia has bombed Syria. And Obama is trying to keep it all, you know, like, I don't know anything about that. And really, he should be very involved because if the Syrians turn around and throw something at us, we're in big trouble. I love it. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. I kept
Um, we don't have a caller calling in. I think he's supposed to call us, but I'm not positive. You want to like? Maybe we'll wait another minute, and if not, we'll dial him. Roger that. You probably heard what I said about the Pope is not coming mm, on. El Papa. <laughs> probably a Christian, Catholic, not a Christian, Catholic. They are Christians, but they're they're Catholics. No, Jane Russell was a Christian. She hated the Catholics. Oh, she says such terrible things about the Catholics. No, most born again Christians, they don't like my Catholics. Sister, I know my sisters are born again. They have again. nothing to do with As soon as I heard the Pope say that say you that. cannot have a personal relationship with uh, Jesus Christ, I was out on that guy. He, yep. he wants you to have a personal relationship. He said it is dangerous for one to think that he or she can have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ outside my church. Well, he should tell that Davis bitch that. I mean, she swears she's on the phone with him every night with a, with a glass of wine and a cigarette and a Probably. vibrator. I mean, she's on there with the Lord. He's talking and saying, okay, baby. With the Lord baby. on her four kid, with her four ex-husbands. Right, okay, okay, baby, get them faggots, get them faggots. Now, let's, the gay guys, the gay bad. People, they right. can't get married, but she's had four husbands. Right, oh, boy. and God knows how many people she banged in the back of a pickup truck outside of a canteen somewhere in Arizona. It's a mess. So, she looks like an old slut. You know, she has that slut face. That's my opinion, by the way, not a fact. Nice. And I'm going to be sued by that bitch. But she, <laughs> in my opinion, is non-suable. So my opinion, everything I said was just my opinion, not fact. <laughs> but if I did see her on the road and it was late at night and I could run her over, I would if I could get away with it. I, you know, I really don't hate. I despise hating anyone I've never wanted hate in my body because I don't like it. And if it does happen for a minute, I'm sick with myself because I, I feel hate. Good boy. But this woman, I hate. And oh. I'm sorry to say I hate her. So I'm waiting for her to die so this way I could get over it. <laughs> so, Chad, how about if we do this? How about let's do a song break and then you try to get our caller on the line. I can try to do that for you. All right, so let's I'm telling try, you, he's probably let's try like, out with Shane Layton. He, he's probably the, no, the, the he's Pope's not. boyfriend. Let's do he Shane. Lovers with the Pope, let's and that's do, why he's <laughs> Let's do Shane Layton's Dream of You. We haven't played it in a while, you guys. We love Shane Layton. This is off her album Invincible. Let's do it's it. available now. And, and we're going to go see her soon. And here it is. Dream of You by Shane Layton.
America's Next Top Model contestant, Bello Sanchez. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, how you guys doing? Fantastic. Well, I'm not doing too good because they're not playing the intro music. <laughs> we need that. He's not going to be a star. No, he's already a star. Excuse me. Now, you're the guy that knows goddess, right? No. No, no, well, Who no. is this fellow? This he's, is Bello he's Sanchez. He's got the most beautiful blue eyes in the world. Would you look at those eyes on him? Hang on a second. Let me introduce everybody. So, everybody, this is Bello Sanchez. He's from this season's America's Next Top Model. He is fantastic. He's gorgeous. He gets, just got done with Fashion Week in New York. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, co-host Mr. Ron Russell. Hi. I screw everything up sometimes. It's just one of those <laughs> days. But are those contact lenses or are those really your eyeballs? They're not contact lenses. They're really my eyeballs. I mean, how, what, what color? Better than Elizabeth Taylor. Well, you know, my driver's license says they're uh, green, but everybody says they're blue. So That's good. I don't know. Oh, they're still like Cerulean. Do you know who Elizabeth Taylor is? I do know who Elizabeth Taylor is. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have, I knew Elizabeth pretty well, and you have her eyes. Oh, she's my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> so then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Bella. Welcome to the show, sir. What's up, Chad? You have some cool eyes, no doubt. Thank you. And then we've got a chat room full of people and all the, I don't know, what do we call your fans? The Bellowites or something? Because, like, there's a ton of them. The Royal Mafia. The Royal Mafia. What's up? So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, Royal Mafia. How you guys doing? There you go. (laughs) Love it. Bella, Bella, if you could stop moving your laptop because we're bouncing. Oh, how is this? 
That's good. Just keep you're, it steady. There you go. You otherwise, look perfect. Otherwise, we think you're on a horse. <laughs> no, not, no, no horses here. No horses here. So where are you calling us from? I'm calling you guys from Los Angeles, North Hollywood to be exact. Okay, and you just got back from Fashion Week. I did. I just got back from Fashion Week. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. And I actually like read someplace online that your eyes made this season's America's Next Top Model like opening show one of like the biggest ones that they've had in a long time, way better than pe- previous years. Yeah, um, I think it was the fourth episode. They uh, they made a, a whole um, photo shoot inspired by by me. There you go. So congratulations. So like, I, I don't know how many people know your story. I know the I know the the mafia. What's it called again? The Royal Mafia. I know the Royal Mafia knows <laughs> your story. Uh, I'm just going to give a like a little uh, quick synopsis, and then we can go into it for people who don't know you. What? You're off. I'm off. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm all right. Okay, so I'm going to give a little synopsis for everybody. Um, basically, I think you were from Puerto Rico, right? Yes, right? Puerto Rican and Dominican, yep. Puerto Rican and Dominican. When you were 18 or 19, you moved to L.A. with 200 bucks. You took a, cap ta- a taxi, and they robbed you for 100 of it, so you got there and only had 100 bucks <laughs> left. Uh, yeah. and you, you tried to uh, start modeling, and you started doing some fashion weeks around, and then you auditioned for America's Next Top Model. A yep. couple of times, I guess, and you got picked up for this season, and you're like the superstar for the se- of the season. Even though you got eliminated, you were like the superstar of the season. Or did I? I mean, I'm coming back. So. That's what I heard. I didn't know if that was public information that you're coming back, so that's why I was like telling. Uh, I wasn't sure if we could tell people that. So tell people a little bit about it. Uh, so there's the big twist. It's never happened before in America's Next Top Model. Uh, we are coming back, all of us, with a chance to compete and come back on the show. So we're all coming back. It's just, you know, the other ones aren't really highlighted as good as you <laughs> well <laughs> you can you gotta blow your own horn a little <laughs> no 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 i i i love i love some of them so oh, okay them okay i asked because i also read some stuff that some of them weren't like you didn't love some and you did love some i went i checked you all out today you're all over the internet right now you're like a huge sensation uh everybody's everybody's like talking about you i didn't read a whole lot about you coming back but i read about a lot about your elimination since you just recently got eliminated and um uh so what made you want to be a model in the first place uh well when i was younger i was always awkward i was always made fun of um, but I just, I liked picking up magazines, you know, and I remember looking at Tyra Banks and, um, she was doing her thing. So I was like, okay, like she, she's pretty, she's colored. I, maybe I could, I could do my thing in a few oh, years from now. Oh my God. I haven't heard that <laughs> word since 19. <laughs> colored. <laughs> Red, green, yellow, blue. Tell me about your green. color. I love that. That's, that's so like crazy. You're not, colored. you're beautiful. That's what you are. No, actually, and if black is beautiful, you certainly are. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lady in the chat room. Her name's Felissa or Felisa. I'm not sure which one, but I guess she she works with Tyra and she's a she she's a friend of yours. So how about give her a hello? Hi, Felicia. Uh, yeah, she's a, a huge um, supporter, and, and and I love her, and I love you, and thank you for being here with us today. There you go. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> now you're a baby. How old? Nineteen, twenty, thirteen. No, seriously. <laughs> you don't want twenty-six. To well, I just actually yesterday was my birthday, so I'm twenty oh, um, seven. Twenty seven. Happy yeah. birthday. Twenty seven. Yeah. I thought eighteen, nineteen. You look good. I'll take that. Twenty seven. That's not. That's not. Uh, that's good too. But I thought eighteen. Everyone out in the chat room, didn't you think eighteen, nineteen? Look at him. Looks like a baby. Actually, yes, <laughs> Megan in there too, who says that they're all coming back, but you're the one who's going to win. So you can say hi to Megan also. Hey, baby, hey, Megan, Megan. How are, how are you? you? There Royal you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> How cool is that to have your own like your own, your own like group of really cool followers? It's an amazing thing um, to have them support me the way that they do. I, you know what? I'm actually working on something. I don't know if I can address it now or maybe I'll address it later. Um, but I, I'm, I'm doing something for them because they made yesterday so much better. Actually, I got some really bad news the day right before my birthday. So coming into my birthday wasn't good at all. But seeing all the support that they, that they gave me yesterday was amazing. So it feels great. There you go. You got to love it. <laughs> sometimes you have to have the negative to turn into a positive. And sometimes, like the new year, if your year that has been used is bad, the new year will be better because life is 50 50. So you're going to have all good stuff coming your way. Thank you. Thank you. From your lips to God's ears. No, no, that's positive thinking. And it's the, the, it's the equation. You know, you sleep 50% of your life, you're awake 50%, you cry 50%, you laugh 50%. Mm-hmm. It's the balance. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about America's Next Top Model. I have to. I can honestly say, uh, when I knew you were coming on the show, I went back and I've watched some of it. I probably watched like the first ten or twelve uh, cycles, and then I haven't really watched it in a, in a couple of years. Um, I, I see a lot of you know. It's basically still this, pretty much the same show. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody's really cool. So so how has it been being on the show? Are you recognized everywhere you go now? I am. I'm recognized a lot. It's funny because sometimes I go out with some of my castmates in the house. And, um, you know, they get kind of mad because they're people only recognizing me. So I love it. I think it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) You get used to it. I used to model when I was, I think, 18 years old. I was in, listen to this, you're going to cry from this one. I was in a Sears catalog. Do you know what a Sears catalog is? Yeah, I know what that is, yeah. Models for Sears department store. And I was in a suit. Skinny. I was 157 pounds, six foot tall, and I was in a suit. I believe the suit was beige. Well, when I saw the layout, they watercolored that picture five times. The next picture was the same, but in blue, then brown, then black, and it looked like crap. And they watercolored my face. I looked like I had sunburn. I thought, oh, my God, this is not for me. I'm not going to be a model. It's terrible. But (laughs) that was my thing about model. I hated modeling. You like it? I hated it. I like it. I mean, it has its good things and it has its bad things. I, I want to move into acting as well. Um, but yeah, no, as a model, you know, people, you know what it's like. People will tear you apart. They, if they, you can, I can be on a photo shoot looking, you know, biracial looking the way that I do. And by the time it gets printed, I, I might look Asian or white or something completely different. So um, that's, I think that's what happened to you. So, you know, it's, it's a little like, it's a little hard sometimes, but I like it. People have to well, know, too, that it's a lot of work, though. It's not well, just uh, all, it's, it's glamorous, it's, but it's no, a lot of work. it's the getting felt up that's annoying. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that happens I, a lot, it, too. They felt me up. If I tell you I got felt up by the ugliest, oldest queens you ever want to see. <laughs> I mean, if the guy was young and cute, I'd say, feel me up. I'm enjoying it. I'll feel you up, too. <laughs> old, 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 ugly, bald, disgusting-looking queens. Oh, and my God. all wanted to do me and all kinds of stuff. I said, get out of here. You oh, my gosh. Shit. I can't. So do oh. you do you do you do every do you do print and runway? You do a little bit of everything, or what's your favorite? I do everything. I don't care. You know, my favorite is uh, runway because it's live. It gives you an adrenaline rush. And you know, usually for runway, they want you to be six feet, six one, six foot two. I'm not six one or six foot two, but I'm damn sure going to compete and get the damn job done. Like I'm seven foot two, so that's why I like it. I always Where have to improve. Pardon me. Wear high heels. 
I, you know, I, I'm not going to wear high heels, but I, I, I will wear platforms. So, you know, like because the little Because it's rock very ones. in now. Men are wearing high heel boots and high heel and platform wedgie yeah, boots. I've I worn That's I've very worn in. Look I'll, at I'll, the guy we saw on, on uh, the, 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 the Joan Rivers' daughter's show. <clears throat> Police there. Oh, yeah, uh, Weir. Johnny Weir was wearing platforms on. Yeah, on, you had to uh, see the platforms he had. That show. I'll, I forgot right. show. I'll look into it and send you a picture and, and have it approved by you. There you go. I'll tell you right now, it'll be outrageous on the runway to walk down like in a man's suit with a pair of fabulous black suede uh, wedgie, you know, big wedgies. I think it would be cool. <laughs> so I also read that you shared the catwalk with uh, Victoria's Secret supermodel Adriana Lima, which, how was that? Because, like, I mean, like everybody knows who she is. So, like, getting to, to do something with her has to be amazing. It is amazing. Um, she's drop dead gorgeous in person. You have no idea how beautiful she is. And um, you know, we had Drew Barrymore right there in the front watching us walk. It was amazing. The whole thing was just incredible. It was incredible. The connections I made on New York for that day, New York Fashion Week, was so so much worth it. I wasn't even expecting that to be uh, as magnified as it was. So I, I had a great time. So since you've been on the show, who's the coolest like celebrity that you got to meet? The coolest celebrity? Gosh, it's it's hard to say because I, I don't want to say that there's the coolest celebrities, but I met some of the Jenners and the Kardashians. That was no, pretty cool. No, we okay. don't we don't think they're cool at all. Oh, never mind. I mean, I met um, you know, I met I met no one. <laughs> I met my cat. <laughs> no, Kardashians are like the clowns of this century. One weirder and stupider than the other. What a way to make a, a lot of millions of dollars. I respect them. <laughs> I mean, you know. We respect them. We just don't like them. No. But I mean, I would have my ass shot up to be looking like a horse's ass, too, for all that money. You know, <laughs> well, that's what makes them so popular are their asses because <laughs> nobody's got asses like they have except statuary and cemeteries. Actually, though. <laughs> Look at he's laughing. I also, though, read that you did uh, a music video with Jessica Sutter from the Pussycat Dolls. She's been on the show several times. She's gorgeous. She's fabulous. She's super talented. So, so how was that being in a music video with her? It was amazing. We shot. Um, it, I don't know. I, I think I can curse, right? Can I curse? Yeah, you curse. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I think it's called. Um, no, it is called. It's called Bottled Bitch. And um, it's really great. She's dancing. She's reminding people that she's coming back. She's coming back with a vengeance. Her last single actually went to number one on the Billboard. Yeah. So her in the um, the dance um, genre. So it's amazing. And I was on that. And she liked me so much that we're actually collabing again. And I'm going to be her leading man in her next uh, video. So we're we're working together again. It's really cool. Tell her that Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell from the Jimmy Starr Show said hello because she's just fat. She's really – we had so much fun with her on the show. I love her music. Loved her as a pussycat doll. I kind of like her better as a solo. Uh, yeah. No, I do too. Um, but I think it's like really like cool. Uh, Ron went to go get our uh, – uh, <laughs> Okay. So, so – um, uh, you know something? There's an old expression, diarrhea mouth. That's what you are, diarrhea mouth. You always got to spoil all the shit. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Our guest is wondering why you got up and left in the because, middle of the show. Because somebody's annoying me here. <laughs> so go ahead. Listen up, you bitch. Uh-oh. I'm RuPaul, and I'm the best no, runway. No, we can't see it. You have to look. I'm there the we go. Way, I'm the best runway model That's my world. RuPaul doll. That's my RuPaul doll. And, and if you think I'm lying, watch. Wait, look. show her face. It's a one of a kind. It's actually got a penis. <laughs> I think I, I saw it dangle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest, greatest model ever to walk the runway. So there. You look, better work. Oh, no, here's my penis. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I see it. 
he's uh, really well endowed. Have you met Have you met RuPaul? I have yet? not. I have not met RuPaul yet. I'm sure you're going to. So okay, okay. So how's your love life? My love life. I don't know what that is. I mean, right now I'm just so in love with where my career is heading. So that's. I guess that's where my love life is right now. Okay, so you're like a career, a career, mo- career modeling and like working, working more towards continuing, making all that continue and not messing it up. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? Even if I wanted to mess it up but with the relationship, I cannot, I cannot get anybody to pay attention to me for the life of me. I, I just, nobody wants to date me. I don't, I don't know. I just, no. Oh, go away. I don't believe that like you're, bullshit. You're freaking drop-dead gorgeous. I would oh, think you please, could have anybody you please. want. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't. Oh, stop I, it. I swear, I'm not. I'm not playing. Oh, I can't. I have no game. No game. <laughs> I got no. That is your game, though. The game that you don't. The fact that you don't have any game is your game. If you're gay, <laughs> if you're gay, I would walk in West Hollywood with you, and in 20 minutes there'd be 17 people following. All right. Well, let's walk together and see what I can find. Oh, please! I'll go dancing with you. We'll go to uh, what do you call it in, in Boys Town? What's the club I go to? It used to be called Revolver. <laughs> Years ago, it's probably gone. <laughs> what kind of guy? What kind of guys would you like to go out with? I'm so into uh, how how people act, how they are. I don't really care about the, the look. I don't care about the age. I've dated everybody oh, that you can imagine. A lot of old queen friends that would love you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, come visit us. Come visit us in Palm Springs. They'll give you a Rolls Royce. They'll give you a beautiful home with a pool. You'll never have to work a day in your life. Let's You'll go. Let's shop go. Shop nice Rolls Royce. You shop all day long, but you got to put up with some of the ugly old bags that they are. Ugh. That's, so, that's my type, then. Rolls Royce and, and shopping. That's my type. And a house of your own. <laughs> and a house of your own. But you Don't tell me up. that because no. I, I, will, I, I will take you on that request. Sweetheart, trust Actually, me. You go to Palm Springs. Go to the Copa. In two hours, forget it. We're actually going to be moving. We're we're probably moving to Palm Springs at the beginning of the year, sometime next year, because the show is really growing, and and we we want to you know be closer to all the action. Oh, I love that picture of you. And so we will. Uh, we'll, when we get there, we'll let you know. And when we have a big uh, Hollywood party with all the superstars, we'll have you come over, and that way we'll yeah, see who we can introduce you to. All you have to do is walk down Palm Canyon Drive, and they'll be following you, like I did. I walked down Boca Raton Mall. And Jimmy followed me. That's <laughs> right. I picked him up in a mall, and now we're Look married. What I got. Look what I got. <laughs> so actually, somebody I didn't, didn't get the rolls, and I didn't get the house. Who's nope. that cutie right there? You guys didn't introduce me to him. Shazam! Oh, this Shazam! Is Shazam! He's our, hey, Shazam! He is our rescue dog. We rescued him from the Big Dog Rescue Ranch in Florida back in March, and uh, really, uh, and brought him back to Pennsylvania because we're in Pennsylvania, and uh, and so he's our big he's our big mutt. Do you have a dog? No, but let me show you what I do have. Come over here. Oh, you have a cat. Look, Shazam, Ow. pussy. His name is Bappy. Bappy, Bappy the cat. Bappy. Oh, hello. Oh, he's a door. It's, it's she then. It's a she or a he? It's a he. His name is Bappy, like Bappy Chulo. This is, this okay, Bappy Chulo. Oh, hello, Bappy. Pretty cat. Oh, pretty cat. <laughs> See, oh, the eyes. You have a family full of beautiful eyes. <laughs> You gotta Thanks. love it. So, so what's next then? So you're going back to you're gonna when when will you be back on the show? When will it start airing? I, this Friday. We actually moved it to uh, to Fridays at 8 p.m. Um, so this Friday at 8 p.m. It's no longer on Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's no longer on Wednesdays. It's on Friday. It's really really fun. So I'll be back on Friday. I love it. And so you'll be back on Friday. You're also looking to uh, get into the acting industry. Have you have you uh, had anybody approach you about being in anything yet? 
I have. Everything is too soon to talk about. Um, okay. But I have, and I have a lot of great things, and I'm taking a lot of meetings, and I'm excited. There's a lot of things happening. We'll bring you back when you have something big to promote. Also, I heard that you're like now the contributing fashion editor for, I think it's Us Weekly? Us Weekly, yeah. They welcome so you have me your little the picture team. in the back, and you have one, and you get to make comments on people? Yeah, they ha- I'm basically the fashion police on Us Weekly. So every two weeks, you'll see me commenting on what Nicki Minaj is wearing, and... Um, you know, all that fun stuff. Maybe the Kardashians, since I know you guys love her oh, so we have, much. We have a good friend on, that shares that back page with you. Actually, they have the same agent. Yeah. You know what I'm talking <laughs> you know, about? Do you know Ricky? Ricky, yeah. We share the same publicist. Ricky yeah, Rebel. the same publicist. Yeah, we, we love Ricky. Ricky's like the best. Ricky's been on the show twice. He's fabulous. He'll He's be, so much He'll fun. be coming to our parties, so you'll meet him at our parties, too. Well, he already knows yeah. the same Yeah, I know Ricky. No, I know. I, He's just cool. I just have the best fun with him. Yeah, it's a lot. Look at that. They're putting pictures of you up on the screen, also, so for everybody who's watching to see. And like, you look gorgeous in every picture. So it's just not even funny how beautiful you are. So everybody, this is this is Bello Sanchez. You guys got to follow him on Twitter. He needs. He should be having millions of followers. It's at Bello Sanchez. That's B E L L O S A S A N C H E Z. Make sure to tune in to America's Next Top Model Friday night at eight o'clock. It's on the CW still. It or is. No? Yeah, yep. on the CW. Um. Uh, make sure to read Us Weekly every two weeks to see his his contributing uh, fashion police advice in the back of it. That's a really cool thing. I would love to do that. I think that's phenomenal. It's fun. That you Maybe that. you can be next. Can I um, take this opportunity to share a, a few little messages with someone? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, we're doing a contest really quickly, me and my, my, um, my publicist and my management team, and we teamed up with um, three Blackbird management and Brendan McCombs, Brendan M. Combs and also Lee. Um, so anyway, uh, we will be flying somebody over to one of my fashion shows to Georgia, Atlanta, on the 14th. And all you have to do is um, uh, do your best Bayo impersonation, dress up as me, do whatever impersonation you like on the show, and upload it to YouTube. And you'll see the hashtags later on, on social media. But yes, so we will be flying somebody in. We'll p- be paying for somebody's hotel and um, airfare tickets. So oh, all good, you guys got to do is... I have a wig, just like your hair. Get a wig. I'm gonna, I have one already, just like your hair. I'm going to be you. There you what? go, everybody. And all you got to find out, they can follow you on Twitter. You'll be posting it on Twitter. So follow him on Twitter. How do you pronounce your first name? Bejo. No. Yeah, but I, no, it's not. I, I Bejo, say it again. Bejo. Bejo. I thought Her- it was Bella. No. <laughs> Bello in Italian means beautiful, a, a man, a beautiful man. Bello. <laughs> It means the same thing in Spanish, so you're right. So in Italian, it's bello, or you know, bello. So yeah, you're right, absolutely. I know Sicilian, it's bello. I don't oh, believe Spanish. they're speaking Sicilian. You don't even know it. Well, I didn't. I had no idea. I know in Spanish, in Sicilian. It's bello. When you say bella in Italian, it's bella in Sicilian, it's bello. Nice. Well, it's in, it's, it's bello in Spanish too. Actually, too, we want to give a shout-out while we're on the phone because um, your publicist, Lee Runchy from Chrome PR, everybody, you guys should follow Chrome PR on Twitter. Lee is fabulous, fabulous lady. She's so fabulous, it's not even funny. She works with the top, top clients and top entertainers in the world. Um, she's super fabulous, so follow them. Follow, follow Bello on, uh, on Twitter, at Bello Sanchez. Do you have a website, too, or no? I do, bayosanchez.com, B-E-L-O-Sanchez.com, yeah. Check it out, everybody. Enter the contest to go and meet him and see one of his modeling gigs. It'll be really cool. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. I can't wait to see you in some films. It's going to be fabulous. And uh, congratulations on all your success, and good luck. Don't get eliminated Friday. 
I yes. will work Break on that. Alert, baby. And you're as bello inside as you are outside. That means so much to me. And I really hope to come back and meet you guys when you guys move down here. Yeah, well, Absolutely. Moving, after January, we're moving back to Palm Oh, Springs. real quick, too. Uh, Felice, Felisa, Felisa said to say something about Ava. They like Ava, too. Since I'm not watching the show, I don't know who Ava is. But do you like Ava? I love me some Ava. Ava lived 15, 20 minutes away from now. I'll actually call her and let, let her know. I love, I love me some Ava. It's, it's Bava all the they way. They like you and Ava. They're, they're the, those are the two that everybody seems to like. Yeah. So, go. so good luck. We hope you win it all. Either way, you're going to have a great career, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you so much. Take all right. care, bye. 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 Springs. How beautiful. A nice kid. Yeah. Beautiful, kid, he's 27. He's older than I am. I know, and he looks very young. So, again, Lee young. Runchy, thank you so much. I know you're probably listening. You're a rock star. Thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Look how gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful eyes. So, Chad. What, what are we going to do with Shazam coming on TV every week? Merp, merp. He's like a ham. It. Oh, you can hear him talking. You can hear him all barking. He's a ham. Oh, he wants to be on the show. I think that's funny. I think he'd do better than you on the show. Why don't you oh, give him this spot? No, I'm not giving him my spot. Listen right. to that. So, you guys, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show. We'll do a little ad here on W4CY Radio. And if you're on W4CY Radio, you get the awesome opportunity to work with the amazing Chad Murphy. Who, me? Thank you. And you can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit. You can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Toronto, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York. K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. We're also on LGBTQ TV, Roku, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Vimeo. There we go. I didn't have it written down, so that's pretty good. I had to get it all. Also, everybody tuning in, if you're uh, in the chat room and you aren't, haven't hit the ITV button, if you hit it, you can see Ron and I and Shazam. Wave, Ron. Waving at you, and, um, and all is good with that. And... I want to say to Tina, Tina, I was kidding around about the Jimmy Star uh, website. Jimmy Star's world. <clears throat> Jimmy Star's world. You know, I can't always say everything sweet and nice because it doesn't work and people think I'm full of crap and I'm famous for telling it like it is. And I don't know anything about the website. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure it's great because Jimmy and Stefan have been working on it forever. It's supposed to be a very important website, and I know that the people that go into it will benefit from it. It crashed a couple times because so many. But people I've went. never seen it yet, only because, as much as Jimmy and I are married and live together, we really are separate in our work. Um, I work with him. I work, you know, just it's very tough to to see each other's stuff. He's gonna see it. I will see it, <laughs> you know, when he ties me up and gags me and and you know dopes me up to to watch wow. it because I know I'm gonna mm -hmm. vomit. When I see him, you know, constantly, ugh, Listen seeing to him, him all the time. I really think Shazam should replace him. Let me know what you think in the chat room. Like I wrote on Facebook, I said, Jimmy likes it his way. I like it my way. And when we have meetings, it takes time because we have to wash the blood off the walls. <laughs> I wrote that on Facebook this morning. Everybody loved it. They all th One person wrote, I think it's so kinky. I got sickies on my Facebook page. Imagine she wrote, oh, that's so kinky. Blood on the wall. Mr. Star, I have your next guest coming on. Okay. Oh, here's what we want to do, though, Chad. Um, hold I on. Captain. We're going to like have to edit this then because we want to play the music. I, I wanted him to call and then we not say anything and then we're going to play the music and then bring him on. But I don't see him. Well, you okay. should. Hey, Mike, you have to hit video. There we go. 
All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Hang, hang on one second, cause like Chad blew blew up our whole like introduction. Because so we cut the show now in half. We do an hour and an hour. It's two separate shows. So you're on the second half. Mike. Well, he's on the first half. But here's what we're gonna do. All right, Mike, hang on one second. All right, Chad. Hi, Captain. All right, we're gonna do our intro, and then and then Chad, and then then uh, Ron will edit it all and put it in the second half of the show. Hit so it, let's my show. All right, everybody. Here's a time for. Do you want to be a star? Everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. So you want to be a star segment, Mr. Mike Santee. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Fantastic. You're very dark. You're going to have to move your screen a little bit. There he is. There There he is. is. There we go. Let there be light. You there you go. Like Let there be light, fun. and it's there. So let me introduce sure. you to our, our uh, cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, now you're friends with Goddess, right? I am, yes. Is she a guy or a girl, the truth? <laughs> she's very female, yes. <laughs> oh, no, she's very female. That means she's a, she's a tranny, I bet, right? Oh, <laughs> I hope she is, because I have so many dear friends. I want to meet Goddess, and that bitch won't come on our show. Ah, you just got to invite her. We did a hundred times. What does she want? We love Goddess. She's in the chat room every day. She wants a limo and a red carpet? What? Yeah, you know, that's women. They want the the full nine yards. So first of all, we have a, we uh, say hello to Chad. He's the man behind the boards. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the show, sir. Chad, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Good to have you here. And then say hello to the chat room. There's a chat room full of people. Hello, chat room. How are and you then, guys? And then make a special shout out to Goddess because she's in the chat room. We love Goddess. We talk to her all God. the time in the Every chat room. Every week, she's my fu- my pal. Goddess, it's always great to see you. Thank you for uh, the intro. <laughs> there you go. So everybody, this is Mike Michael Santee. I actually have met you uh, in Orlando one time at at Spooky Empire. That is correct. That is correct. I met you at Spooky Empire, and um, I didn't. I don't really re- remember that, but I remember your name because I knew we were friends on Facebook. So, uh, welcome. This is a, like a brand new segment, and uh, it's it's basically for actors and up and coming actors. You've already done a ton of stuff, so maybe this is something that might bring more exposure, where bigger people will see you and give you an opportunity, you know, to get you in some stuff that's even bigger than the stuff that you've already done. That is correct. That is correct. Hopefully, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, it was good seeing you then, and it's good seeing you now. You said Thank some you. nice things back then, believe it or not. You don't remember, but... <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, I appreciate that. That's really cool. So, so um, first of all, you're from Brooklyn, but now you live in Orlando. Yes, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Where are you from in Brooklyn? Shore Parkway, Bay 16th Street. I was uh, Red Hook, Borderline, Brooklyn Heights, Columbia Street. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. That's yeah, why you I, I was... That's why I have a Brooklyn accent still. I never get rid of my Brooklyn accent. Don't you know, it's part done. of my character. People say to me, how come you don't speak like everybody else? I said, why? Why be like everybody else? That's something that you have to do as an actor. Yeah. It's an identification. Ron Russell, if you want a gangster or a nasty cop, you know, hire Ron Russell. He's perfect. The nasty Brooklyn mouth. Okay, so I have a question. First of all, okay, so if everybody, if you guys go and look up Michael Santi on, we're going to play his demo reel, so that way, like, when this goes out, for everybody to see it, we'll actually have it. So we're going to play it in a second, so you can kind of see some of the stuff that he's done. You've done a ton of shorts, and you've done some some movies where you're actually one of the the main leads in the different movies. But what I want to know, first of all, and you guys can check him out on IMDb, I want to know, how did you get on a list of top ten action stars of today and tomorrow? There's this IMDb list. And it's and it's got like the biggest stars in the world, and you're number ten on the list. How does yeah. that? How did how did you actually do that? 
Yeah, yeah, I paid a lot of people off. That's that's how. <laughs> <I had. laughs> um, you know, I kind of been known. You know, it, you like like Ron was saying, you kind of get known for something, and then you grow from there. You know, people kind of come to you for certain roles and things. And you know, I was just lucky because there was a gentleman, a PR person in in California. Some of my shorts and some films went to the Action on Film Festival, and you know, he saw something he liked, and I made a list of some people that were up and coming. Take it, it's basically you're, take, you're you're on the same track as those those. Yeah, I, oh no, I got that. That you're on the same track of those, and but to be on the same track as like The Rock and Chris Hemsworth and like these people who make like twenty million dollars every picture yeah. is like, you know, it's first of all, it's an honor that you would even to be considered into that. Not that you haven't done anything, sure, you know, but like you haven't done anything quite on that level yet. I think you're going to be doing something like that very soon. Um, oh my Hopefully. god, yeah, it's it's a blessing. Believe me, it was a surprise and. I'm thankful, and I have so much gratitude towards you know anybody just putting me anything close to that. So I'm, I'm thankful. Ed, it's an easy math. Just sleep with everybody in Hollywood. You'll get somewhere. <laughs> that's what they you all got the do. looks for it, so that's good. Everybody you know, like too, who Tony is listening. Cur you know, you know Tony Curtis is right. Correct. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Tony Curtis said that Marilyn Monroe was on her knees throughout her entire career. Wow. That's how she became popular. Isn't that funny that he would say such a thing publicly? Yeah. I knew him. I interviewed him, and he was an outrageous guy, kind of like me, told it like it was. Anyway, um, what kind of films, or not, that's not what I want to ask. What kind of a role would you call a meaty role and a role that you would love to do uh, and that you would have some kind of say in the lines? In other words, rewrite some of the lines to your personality. I love challenges. You know, we've I've already done. You know, the uh, it, again, it's good to be known for certain things. And I think, you know, I have a uh, I've worked with a, a gentleman. You know, David Proval. Yes. Redemption and and the best advice he ever gave me was let people stereotype you, and then once you're accepted into that market, then you can say, okay, I can be diverse from here, and I can expand from here. So, for me, a role that's challenging that doesn't always have to be. You know the 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 beat 'em up, shake 'em up kind of thing, uh, but something that tells a great story. Um, you know, just something that's that people really uh, can take something from. You know, actually, too, you guys, if you want to see that movie, the name of the movie is Dakota. You did another movie, Dutch Book, with Keith David. He's another big star. Keith David's like rocking. He was in like They Live, I think. I don't know. He's been in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> he's in everything. He's a he's a hardworking, well-deserved actor. Yeah. Sure. I freaking like love that. So you guys can check those films out too. I want to play your reel real quick for everybody. Chad, do you have the reel almost ready? I kept it. All right. So listen, Mike, you introduce your reel, and then uh, it's going to play on the screen for everybody to see and for us to see, and then we'll talk a little bit more once we get the, done with the reel. Sure. Hey guys, this is my demo reel. I hope you enjoy it, uh, and and be kind. <laughs> Thank you. That's why we're here. We're here to talk through the issues. To talk about the issues. Everybody wants to talk. That's all I keep hearing. Let's talk about the issues. There's no action. That's the problem. My wife was found in the middle of a parking lot with a throat cut. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about the fact that I wasn't there? She was calling me, but I didn't believe her? They're out there finding the guy, getting closer every day, and I'm in here talking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was she with Kurt? I do not know. She doesn't talk to me. She doesn't tell me anything anymore. I'm going to kill that guy. You know what? What? 
I think tomorrow night's the night. I'm gonna ask Jenna to marry me. No real known links between them. They all had different occupations. That's that's my point. There's got to be a link. This isn't random. We find that link, and we find this person. Here. Do you understand, Jack? Jay and Ruben, bro, they're dead. They're gone. They're not coming back. And so is that girl because of us. Because of what we fucking did. And if we stop now, all this bullshit was for nothing. Are you okay with that? Because I'm not. I'm not okay with that. Now, if you go in there and show this guy an interest rate of 12%, I swear to Christ, he's going to laugh in your face and throw you out of his house. You're not selling interest rates. You're selling payments. You circle the thing you want him to see. It's called the power of the pen, Kyle. No matter what you say, no matter how, how bad you hurt us, at the end of the day, Mom always forgave you. And I think it's time that I learned to love and believe in that side. But I don't want to love you as my father. I just want to finally love you as my dad. I have 20,000 reasons why we can't have a kid right now. Baby, these things can be wrong. I mean, every you see it all the time. Are you serious? Yes, I'm sure. It's not wrong. We've talked about this. We've sat there and we planned things out. Look at look at what we got to deal with. What? What do you want me to do? I don't know. I mean, there's options, right? And there's a simple yet effective way that you can join the fight today. And you don't even have to leave your home. Go to CureSMA.org and believe me, before you know it, you'll be making a difference and saving lives. All you had to do was deliver what I paid you for, Johnny. I'm gonna come for you. Somehow I think that's going to be a little impossible. Yeah, everybody, that's Michael Santi. You can check out more by going to www.michaelsanti.com. Dude, like, first of all, everybody in the chat was talking about how cute you are, even uh, <laughs> except for in that Scarface one, that big Scarface one. But yeah. I want to say out of all the clips, I like the one when you're crying about your dad, like this tender moment, because, like, everybody expects you to be the big exactly. the big bully beating everybody up. But the fact that you can do the tender moment, I thought that was really, really, really great. Thank you. Thank tender you. is good. Tender is easy. Um, turn up the steam. That's when I like his work. He's good. He's got power. He's got Brooklyn. 
He tells it like <laughs> it is. He makes those written words come alive. I listened. I stood to attention. The only other actress that I ever felt that way was Barbara Stanwyck, a famous old actress who did the very thing you did and was famous for it. And in every single movie, she told somebody off. They would rewrite the script so she would get powerful and yell and tell them off. And we loved it. I think, my friend, that this is where you're going to go. Power. I think they're going to hire you for power characters. The soft stuff, you know, you can walk through that in your sleep. But to do power without being um, phony is very difficult. That's what I like. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I saw on your last show that you're a psychic, so I'm going to take that to heart. <laughs> well, you know what? It's, it's, not that I'm psychic. I'm, I'm a, are you Italian? Gosanti is either Spanish or Italian. Yes. Yeah, so you see me trying to control my hand movements. So right? you're Italian. Yeah. Italian from Brooklyn. You and I would act the same. I just finished a movie not long ago where I played a Brooklyn cop, a nasty Brooklyn cop, and it came so easy. I just had to remember some of the New York City PD, yeah. and, I, and I drew from that. But um, I'm not psychic, but I do have senses of what's going to be and who's going to be. Um, I wouldn't answer this question if I didn't have a positive uh, answer. I would avoid it because I would, I would never want to hurt anybody. But yeah, I do see you around. I see you coming up. I think you've got something. I, I really like your power. You know what I mean? Anybody could yell and scream. You'd get that part. Anybody could act stupid and mean. But to do it the way you did it, it, it was just, it impressed me. Yes, I think you're going to go places, my friend. That's very nice. Mostly, mostly through television. A television star. Movie stars today are on the way out. There's no such thing anymore as movie stars. Everybody in, that I know in Hollywood, and I know big names too, they're all trying to get a TV gig. Sure. Well, I, I appreciate the kind words. Thank you. Man. No, it's true. But television is the place to go because we don't want to go to the movie theaters because of the bed bugs and because of the price of the... No, truthfully, New York City yeah, movie yeah. theaters are filled with bed bugs. Actually, two people... <laughs> Uh, in the chat room, they're saying uh, that there's like you're kind of like a cross between like a Vin Diesel and a Jason Statham. 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 I don't know how you pronounce his last name. That's pretty good. I like well, that. Well, I would go one step further. This is an outrageous compliment. Maybe it's a little bit overboard, and I'm really giving you too much uh, sugar. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando had that quality that you have, that ability to grab our attention, and we're on his side when he's yelling and being mean to people. There, that's a definitive answer. That's the trick. You yell at people, and I'm on your side. That's the, that's the thing I was trying to say. Most of the time, you yell, and people want to smack your ass down and say, shut the fuck up, why are you yelling at him? Actually, the chat room agrees with him with the Marlon Brando thing, too, so that's yeah. cool. So, so that's are a you... hell of a compliment, by the way. Yeah, thank You're you so much. You're going to have to live up to that, so, boy, I wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> that's some compliment to live up to. Woo my ass off to do that. That's the biggest compliment. He's my favorite actor in the world. Well, if anybody said that to me, I'd go out of the business. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we can follow. I know you're on Facebook. Do you have a Twitter account? Because, like, I don't follow you on Twitter, I don't think. I do. Uh, on Twitter, it's, it's the, you know, there it's a, it's a weird name because it's a Santee, and I, you know, and I love the film Entourage, you know, because you can't really, in this industry, do anything on your own. You need a support team, no matter how uh, how much ability or how much effort you put in. You really need a good support team. And I have an amazing group of people that, that are supporters. So I call it the Santourage, which is S-A-N-T-O-U-R-A-G-E. And it's an underscore team. So it's Santourage underscore team. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you on Twitter, and then like uh, we can start introducing to like because every almost everybody who follows me on Twitter is in entertainment. I have like a lot of followers, and so we'll try and like get you looped into some of our like movie, all the different movie people that we're like working with to see what we can do. You know, my grandmother, her name was Nina Santi, which ah. is the same last of yours. She was from Piemonte, uh, uh, you know, in Genova, um, up in the mountains of Piemonte. Uh, who knows? You could be related back in the Santis of years ago. Santi, by the way, folks, in Italian means saints. So maybe the saints will watch over you. Well, I, I certainly hope so. I, I, uh, I, and it's I, a great name, Santi, because um, my grandmother was a, a great woman. Well, God rest her soul. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah. Every, everybody in the chat room loves you. So everybody follow at Santi, Sant, at Santaraj underscore team on Twitter. Um, also, uh, check out michaelsanti.com. Check out all his movies. You definitely want to see Dakota and Dutch Book just because like, he's got great co-stars and he's in them. And, um, uh, and uh, I also just got a text message to tell you to go to the actor's studio. Hold on. Let me see what it says here. Uh, I got a text message and it actually says, go. Tell him to go to the actor's studio on air. He's going to be huge. <laughs> Very nice. Tell them thank you. Says you got to get a sponsor, I think, to get on that. But like, get yourself a sponsor to get an audition to get into the actor studio, and 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 then you'll be rolling and on your way more so than you already are. Um, we got to go because we're gonna but run out of time. Just one final thing, you know, I've I've, I've been to uh, acting classes, and I never got anything out of them because they always went against how I felt I could do it. They have their method. I think you have an inner, inner instinct, natural born method. I don't think you want a studio to do it. They sometimes can hurt you more than help you because they make you stereotypically like every other actor. Um, Brando was one of the studio people that was rare because he, actually he started that mode of acting. So he really wasn't taught to act that way. He started it and everybody followed suit. Sure. So be careful of an actor's studio. They sometimes can destroy something that you've got in you that's really important. Well, if I could just say something, I agree 100%. I, I found actually a school that, that kind of nurtures your inner ability versus trying to teach you to, to act, and, and that's Truthful Acting Studios here in Orlando. And they kind of believe in your principle as well, Ron, where they nurture what you already bring to the table and help develop that, uh, you know, with uh, just a tremendous amount of support. Marco DeGeorge and, and Rob Moss there, they're yeah. just it's like a 12-step program for actors. You don't want that. You don't want to be told what to do and how to do it because it takes away from who you are. You know, acting is actually you saying the lines in character, and it's a very difficult thing to do. But if you can do your lines in that character, you're going to go places because that's called an actor. I'm doing my best. I, I appreciate. Well, I think so. I, I liked what I saw. Super impressed. And all of and this video will go out to the whole world and millions. You know, two, we we have a, a watcher of two and a half million people. Believe it or not, this Fakakta show. But anyway, <laughs> um, you'll be seen. And let's see if, if anything happens. Call us and let us know. If anything happens, you guys got two red carpet tickets to any event I ever, I ever. Good, and when you're there, you go. And when you get one of those events, one of those things, we'll bring you back to promote your first wide release, big budget feature film where you're starring. It'll be great. And, and if you win an Oscar in the thank yous, be sure to mention my name's fuck Jimmy. Just you know, <laughs> say, and Ron Russell. <laughs> you guys will be every. I believe it's a two way street, so I appreciate everything. Anything I ever, 
you know, achieve. I, I definitely would, would love to see you're gonna, you. You're going to do it, babe. You're going to do it. So thank you so much for coming in. We want to thank Goddess. Goddess, we love you, Goddess. Thank you, Goddess. Goddess. But we love you. We think you're fabulous. So thank you so much for the introduction and the suggestion. And, Mike, have a great, great time. Good luck with everything, and thanks for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thank take you, guys. Take thank take you, everybody care, in the Mike. chat room. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Nice fella, Italian from Brooklyn. What do you want? Everybody's Italian from Brooklyn is nice. All right, so we're going to do one more ad, and then I'll have all my little ad things done for the day. So what's up, everybody? The Parliament Vacation Club, it's the first ever LGBT travel club associated with Resort Condominiums International. It offers members-only savings at their collection of LGBT hotels, resorts, country clubs, restaurants, nightclubs, bars, and more. And if you call 321-348-9444, one more time. 321-348-9444 to learn about the Parliament Vacation Club and you tell them you heard it on the Jimmy Star Show, you'll receive a $300 voucher for a cruise that can be used toward any cruise line or a weekend stay at the Parliament House in Orlando. So please check it all out. You'll love it. It's a really cool, cool organization and a great place for vacations, uh, especially if you're going to Florida. So check it out. And again, call 321-348-9444. And Shazam is back. Okay, and folks, I have a question for you guys in the chat room. <clears throat> Do you think I'm too old and I would look really stupid wearing leopard-skinned uh, uh, sneakers? Because Jimmy's carrying that shoe and I'm crazy about it. Um, tell me what you think a man of my age in leopard skin sneakers will look like. I'm, fr- I'm afraid for what they're going to say. An go. old dizzy queen. They're all saying Shazam is very cute. Look at that. What's that? Shazam, up, up front, up close and personal. Oh, hey, look at look that. Look at you on TV, honey. You're on television. Yes. Anyway, get back to me with that leopard skin sneaker because I'm going to go to the warehouse. And they say the shoes would rock on you. I'm going to steal a pair at the warehouse. So far, it says the shoes would rock on you, Ron. So there I you hope. go. All right, everybody. So in a few minutes, we're going to have another guest calling in. We're going to take a quick music break. And uh, this is the name of this song is Country Rockin' and Reelin'. The name of the artist is actually everybody loves it with the shoes. Jane in England says yes. Uh, Country Rockin' and Reelin'. The name of the artist is Buck Johnson. He's the keyboardist for Aerosmith. Uh, he's a country, country artist. This is a fabulous, fabulous song. Chad, we got it ready? Yeah! Go, everybody. Country Rockin' and Reelin' by Buck Johnson. And sang some Delta blues Alabama born Southern stock Got a little twang When I start to rock And I'll never be cool As the man in black You heard the train A-coming Rolling down the track I'd ride the rails Sleep on a bed of coals Just to make it down To muscle shows Yeah, cause I'm a country Rockin' Page 
Everybody, check it out. He is Aerosmith's uh, he is Aerosmith's keyboardist. And now on the Jimmy Star Show, we want to welcome Kevin Sizemore. Hello, hello, and welcome Woo! to the show. Man, I was jamming out. That was awesome. Being a drummer, I don't get a chance to do that as much as I'd like to. That was fantastic. <laughs> there you go. You gotta love it. And so let me introduce you to everybody. First off, we've got our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how do you do? Listen, hey, tell me, uh, do you have stock in Ford cars? <laughs> you, just gave, you just gave Ford a million dollar commercial. We've seen by two and a half million people. I think Ford owes me a friggin' car. I wish you had a, a Chevy shirt so I could have got a Corvette. That's funny. I mean, who who drives Fords? Do they still drive Fords? No, I uh, I do. My dad did. He's always driven a Ford. He loves those vehicles, and I I'm looking for a Ford actually right now. I want to get a new vehicle, and that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, you should because you just gave them a million dollar commercial. And since you're going to be this huge movie actor, like they should just give you one to have you driving around in it. I would do that. I would drive it everywhere. I would love it too. There you go. Hey guys, I appreciate you having me on, man. You guys are hilarious. I love listening to you guys. Thank you. Let me let me also introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. I drive a Ford. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey, 
Chad, how are you, man? Good to see you. Good to hear you. I mean, yeah, you can't see me. <laughs> yeah, I never drove a Ford. In, yes, I did. I drove a 1950 Ford convertible when I was like 16. The car was a thousand years old, and the the floors were rotted. And I, as I drove in the street, I could see the the pavement underneath me. And if I hit a puddle, it came up, and the convertible top was torn, so it leaked. And the seats had stuffing coming out. And I want to tell you something. I've owned Mercedes since. I would take that 54 back any day. Get any day of the week. Love that car more than any car. Well, not really. I have an Audi TT Roadster that I'm crazy about. But uh, that my 54 boy. I had boy, a Ford. I, I had a Ford. F I had a Ford F-150 like like truck. You know, when I was like in my Butch days. So now <laughs> I, I I have to play with your name because I play with everybody's name. It right. Chat room a chuckle. Now yeah. your name is. Say it. Size more. Okay. Do you ever get a chick that says, what a size I can't take anymore? <laughs> well, uh, I, did a play, I, did a play, uh, I did a play back in actually Orlando, Florida, back in 1995. And uh, the reviews were Kevin Sizemore, question mark, stage name. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you see yeah. there are weirdos out there besides me. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we're going to hear all about you and what you do because I I don't really know you that well. I've heard you. What do, what do I know him from? Actually, I don't think that you watch any. I I've seen all of them because I watch the different things that yeah, he's I been watch in. with you. So I would know. No, I, all before I met you, stuff that I watched Is before he a I horror, met you. Horror actor? No, he's not a horror actor. And he's I've, a dramatic actor. Well, and I've seen his work. Well, you're going to see it because we're going to go see his movie that's coming out <laughs> October 16th. It's called Woodlawn. Yeah, I, I've seen this guy's work, Jimmy, with you. What movies did we see together? Uh, we I saw Transformers, but like... Well, I uh, saw Transformers. Let's see. Now, I don't think... Most of the things that he's famous for, you haven't seen. Maybe Supernova. Maybe Jimmy, Supernova. Jimmy, I know the name, and I know... You guys followed Resurrection. That's the one that really uh, changed things for me. Resurrection was where I really dug into a character that was really uh, completely opposite of me, but, man, it was a blast to play, play like really, really heavy-duty um, sort of psycho case. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, I was a, little, I was a pretty bad guy there, but it was no, fun. I think I've seen your work, of course. You I, probably I, have. Of course I have. I just didn't remember his name. I don't remember anybody's name. It's terrible. You know, I interviewed Lauren Bacall, and we're on camera, and I turned to her, and you know who Lauren Bacall is? I think yeah. I know her, yeah. And I turned to her, and I looked at her. I couldn't think of her name. So I just kept looking at her. I started to laugh. I said, would you believe I don't remember your name? So she turned around and she said, give me 10 minutes. I don't remember yours either. <laughs> because two of us were old. And we cracked up laughing. We started hugging each other and kissing each other. And I said, well, I'm just going to call you beautiful. She said, well, I'll call you gorgeous. I said, we really get along. Lauren Bacall. And the name came back to me. And they didn't use that. It was something terrible. They cut it out. And I was pissed off that my editor did that. It was such a tender moment because Betty or Lauren, you know, was always so austere. Yeah and, yeah. and this was a loving moment with her. Loved her. She was fab. I sat on her lap. I mean, what the actress is on Lauren Bacall's lap because there wasn't a chair at the dining room table. I said, where am I going to sit? Lauren said, here, sit on my lap. So I went and I sat on her lap. We had the best time. She had a great sense of humor. Of course, she was always loaded. She drank like there's no tomorrow and, and was a blast. I miss her. There you go. Wonderful person. So actually, let's go back to start about a little bit more. So where are you? You're from South Carolina or North Carolina or someplace, right? Well, I, I lived in South Carolina for a while. And that's kind of where I got my feet wet. But I grew up in Princeton, West Virginia, a small southern town down in uh, the border of uh, Virginia, West Virginia. So that's where I grew up. Okay. And now do you live in L.A. now? 
Yeah, I've been here 18 years. My uh, my wife, my son, we're all out here. We're locked in for a while, yeah. There you go. Good for you. Do you so. like it? Do you like it? Well, there's there's always pros and cons, but you know the, the pros are it's it's beautiful weather. There's always something to do. I love the area. Uh, the cons are I, it's not really the traffic that is so bad. It's just I hate to pay to park. Right. Well, that's all over. You we know, go to New York a lot. I, I hate I, the park. <laughs> I lived in I lived in L.A. for many years, and not to sound like a snob, but we lived in Beverly Hills, and I had two daughters, and I had to leave and move to Garden City, Long Island, because of the drug situation. Angelina Jolie, by the way, was my daughter's classmate. And, um, you know, you have a lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, people that have a lot of money and a lot of drugs go around. So be careful with your kids with the drugs out there. It's really rampant. Yeah, we uh, we have a tight, loose, uh, a tight grip on my little boy. And he's he's a wonderful kid. He's also an actor. He's on the show Nashville. And uh, he loves what he does. And, two, weeks uh, ago, two weeks ago, we had Riley Smith on from mm -hmm, Nashville. Mm -hmm, okay. And uh, he, he's great. Oh, what season is he on? He was uh well he's coming back later this season but he was on last season season three he, uh, okay. he plays he plays Micah. I'm still and, on season two so I haven't gotten because like I, once we had Riley on I started watching it but I haven't watched all of it yet so like I'm only on season two so when I get to season three that's cool that's just cool though. I yeah, like you'll they they build his character they arc him night quite nicely throughout the middle to the end of the season and uh, you mentioned Angelina um, her dad John Boyd plays Bear Bryant in Woodlawn and does a phenomenal yeah. right. I know John pretty well. Uh, we used to go, <laughs> funny story, Halloween, Angie was dressed up like a fairy, and my daughter Deirdre was dressed up like a big daisy. They look, <laughs> The two of them look like fun. And Doris Day's stepson, Camden, was throwing tomatoes, not tomatoes, uh, eggs, at Angie and, and Deirdre when they went to the haunted house. Is that still there, the witch's house? Yeah. they the hills, and they still do the wonderful Halloween parade. Yep, and yep. anyway, John and I, I mean, Angie was crying, just stood there with egg all over her beautiful princess costume. And John and I didn't know what the hell to do, you know, but that Billy Camden was a little brat. So yeah, we yeah. were going to call Doris Day and say, chain him. And Doris Day, we found out, said, I'm no longer married to that man. He's no longer my stepchild. Fuck him. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Good goody two shows, Doris Day. I, I want to talk about some of the other things that you're doing, but let's start since we kind of started with Woodlawn so we can have some kind of continuity here. So October 16th, Woodlawn comes to theaters. And we will be seeing it and critiquing it. Starring Sean Astin, John Voight, C. Thomas Howe's in it. Um, Brett Rice is in it, which I didn't know he was in it, but he's, um, he's coming on the show next week. Yeah, Brett's a Florida guy. I know him from Florida. Uh, and it also stars Nick Bishop, who plays Tandy Gerald. He, he and I are like Batman and Robin. He's the head coach. I'm the assistant coach. And we're kind of helping out. We're side by side on the sidelines with newcomer Caleb Castile, who plays Tony Nathan. True story. So. Yeah, see, I don't because I'm not a sports guy all so much, but I, I basically, uh, um, basically, though, it's, this is basically about like segregation in sports. Well, yeah, yes, and there's a, there's a lot of topics going on here. There's 1972-73, um, we're in the middle of the heat of uh, the segregation movement where Tony Nathan, his school, ends up integrating with Woodlawn, and they're the last school in Birmingham, Alabama to integrate, and uh, the white kids didn't want the blacks there, and the blacks didn't really want to be there. So when you have that conflict at that time, all hell broke loose, and there was a lot of stuff going on in the world, not just in Birmingham, in the world. So... You had this gifted football player, this athlete who was phenomenal, like a quiet, like a quiet beast. He just went about his business. He ends up being the best high school football player in the country. Um, he ends up getting uh, an opportunity to go play for Bear Bryant, 
Alabama wins two national championships and goes plays for the Miami Dolphins. But during this time, Hank Irwin, which is the director's, John and Andy Irwin's dad, um, who's played by Sean Astin, he comes in and says, hey, guys, I see what's going on here, and you need something else other than just fighting. And he gives them the opportunity to say, we have a higher calling, and you know, give, give your faith a chance. And once that happens, everyone kind of buys into it, and they, they move mountains. This football team for those two years did things that no one could have ever imagined. I, I actually – because I'm not a uh... – I, I'm not a football player, and I don't really follow football. But I, it, funny enough, I love football films, and I think that uh, your film Woodlawn, you know, has a little bit of a religious aspect to it that maybe yeah. Remember the Titans didn't. Did you ever see Remember the Titans? Because that's like one of my First, favorite movies of all time. If anyone loves football or even likes football, you got to see Remember the Titans. It's a beautiful story, and yeah, this does has a faith message to it. And and the good thing about this movie is. Um, it's a true story. It really happened. What you see is really what happened. We had uh, uh, Mark Burnett and Roman Downey just came on board. There are executive producers on this, along with Kevin Downs and Daryl Lefevre and John and Andy put yeah, together. Like Survivor was, Mark Burnett? Yeah. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's really cool. So, okay, so hey, hang on. Chad? Hi, Captain. Do you have hey. a video? We're good to go. Okay, so here's what we have a little like 30 second clip of you in Woodlawn that we're going to play. So, how about you introduce it real quick? We're going to play it for everybody and then we're going to come back and talk. Yeah, what's happening here is uh, we're trying to gear up for the teams because we're really not that good. And the team we're playing is fantastic and they have a bigger budget than we do. And we're scraping by because we don't have a lot at the school. And I'm just trying to spitball what's happening, what can we do to just score on this team, just to get points on the board. And uh, Nick Bishop is probably, con if I'm not mistaken, he's contemplating everything that just happened earlier when Sean Askins said, hey, I want to get your team to the promised land. So that's what's happening. Here we go, everybody. Check it out. They got three times our budget and a new stadium. I, I don't see how that's fair. We need to redefine winning. Like a field goal, right? I mean, no one scored on them this whole season. And a field goal, bam, that's winning. Jerry, is this real? How does a whole team convert? How is it that the only place in the whole city that blacks and whites get along is my football team? Why, why are you so simple? Because I believe in what I can see. With all due respect, coach, you might start looking around. Hey. We're going to win this thing. Oh, here we go. Really? We're going to win this game, and I got something I want to say to the team. Woo! 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 <laughs> there you go, everybody. So that is Kevin Sizemore in a little clip from Woodlawn. Woodlawn comes out nationwide October 16th. Uh, it's got a great message. It's a sports movie for sports people. I mean, it's basically going to have something in it for everybody. It really will. John and Andy, they used to work for ESPN. They used to be the camera guys there. So they've kind of worked the way all the way up. Their first movie was October Baby. Then they did Mom's Side Out. Now it's Woodlawn. And people can go to woodlawnmovie.com and look and find out what theater is playing in your town. It's everywhere. It's all over the country. You know what amazes me? When I was a kid growing up, I never knew Jackie Robinson was a black man. I'm from New York, from Brooklyn. I went to school with black people. They were my friends. We hung out. I don't understand why the South, or I, I do understand why the South has a problem, but that they have movies still going on to show what was going on back then that we never knew about. Prejudice is something that's taught, 
And I think the media has taught all of us great prejudice. They have really brought forward the black, white, the Jewish, the Christian stuff through film. We, did, we didn't do it back then, and nobody was aware of it. Yes, the South was mean to the blacks, but we never knew about it. Just like the Jews in the concentration camps, Roosevelt refused to acknowledge it or let anybody know it was happening. So we were sheltered back then. I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, your film <clears throat> excuse me, definitely will show us something that uh, maybe we shouldn't see. What do you think about that? I, no, I disagree because what happened is we're <laughs> showing with. Yeah, what's happening is you're seeing the way it was, and then you're seeing a common denominator of everyone coming together, and then they join hands and they move forward together. Oh, okay, okay, then then the film is a positive. Oh, oh yeah, well, I didn't know. I haven't seen it yet, and I see. Yeah, okay. yeah. without giving too much away, um, Jeff Rutledge was a rival quarterback for Banks High School, the pride of Banks High School, the tall, good-looking white quarterback, and then you have Tony Nathan, who is a black running back from Woodlawn. Completely opposite sides of the spectrum. The schools hate each other. But I'm not going to give it away, but what happens when these two guys meet is a story within a story. There's a lot of layers into this story. And I was active with Jeff Rutledge. Um, so the color disappears. Oh, completely. And I was with Jeff Rutledge last week. Uh, and I was, I was with him in Phoenix last week. And we showed this movie to his entire high school. You know, Rutledge is probably 55 now. He won two Super Bowls. He was primarily a backup. He played for the Giants. Uh, the Rams, I mean, he's all over the place. Uh, he's in the, uh, he played for Alabama. So we show this to the school, and everyone runs up to him. They're like, man, I didn't know that was you. So what's interesting is they didn't know the life that he lived. Then. Then, and what he's doing now, especially being a quarterback and all the accomplishments he's had. But what was beautiful for me is to be able to sit back and know that he just got off the phone with Tony Nathan 10 minutes before the movie started. And he started watching that movie, and he came up to me, and he hugged me, and says, Kevin, with bawling, bawling like a baby, saying, Kevin, as hard as those times were, what you just showed me on film, that was the best time of my life, the best time of my life. Where did, your film, you where did your film take place? Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, well, <laughs> hello. <laughs> that answers a lot of questions. So, 1972, 1973, Alabama, Birmingham. They were hanging black people from trees like fruit. So now, well, now what you're seeing is you're seeing you're seeing the blacks and the whites, and not just it's not just about the color, but for the sake of the film. Yeah. It's a southern it. movie. They should shoot it about the north. They would get a different uh, feeling. I don't really believe in the baseball teams or the football teams of the north that they had that kind of a prejudice. So it's definitely a southern idea of why of, of terrible people who who really. Prejudice. Well, here's what's beautiful is the director's dad, John and Andy's dad, Hank, former senator in Alabama, Hank Irwin, um, he's played by Sean Astin. And to see how they unite these two teams, and it just it's not just about teams, it becomes teams, fans, communities, everyone starts to come together through this film. This is a true story that they heard, the directors heard their dad tell them for the last 40 years, and they're making this story it's, it's, true. It's a true positive. What yes. year did this take place? 72, 73, Birmingham. 70, you said that before, 72, I, 70. Yeah, I guess back then. I, I like the... First of all, there's like a cool... Besides the fact that I just thought about it now, too, that Brett Rice, who's coming on next week, he was also in Remember the Titans. Is this your first sports movie? Well, yeah. That's why I was so eager to take this. And uh, getting back to Brett, yeah, the Titans, of course. And he plays a really, really good character in this movie. He's... Yes. Uh, 
he's, he's the principal who kind of, kind of lays down the law and there's some really positive stuff going on behind what he's trying to cover up. Really good. Got yeah. Sean Astin, who was Rudy, you know, yep. like there's like all these six degrees. Cause like, even though I don't watch, I, I, if you told me I had to spend a Saturday watching a football game, I would be like, I would rather like, you know, I risk. I just would never like want to do that. But to watch I these you movies, said you liked football. I like football movies, but I don't like to watch football and sweat and hot. It's uh, if you're uh, if it's live, it's no fun. And who wants to sit around on TV watching it? But I like them. I like all the sports movies. It doesn't matter what they are. Rudy is a phenomenal movie. So yeah, it's kind of cool that Sean Astin, as huge of a star as he is, you know, did Rudy, and now he's doing this. You have John Voight, who's been in tons of great stuff. Um, there's all different kinds of six degrees of sports separation, so I think it's really cool. Everybody definitely needs to go check it out. It's October 16th. It's it's woodlawnthemovie.com? Yeah, woodlawnmovie, woodlawnmovie.com. Okay, question, just because we have so many young actors that listen in to us now, and they want some advice. How did you get this role? How, how were you cast? What did you go about doing to get cast other than your agent you know, offered you? Yeah, it wasn't the agent. It's, uh, and I'll, tell the, I'll tell the actors right now, first thing you need to do is um, the agents are great, but no one is going to work harder for you than you. So you Absolutely. Need to, you know, totally. You, you need to meet people. And I'm not saying kiss tail. You need to just be in the environments, be in workshops, go and hang out with people and get to know people, uh, short films, all that stuff. Network, right. So I was invited to the Mom's Night Out premiere by Andy Irwin, who knew of my work. And um, he contacted me and said, I'd love to come walk the carpet, do the whole nine yards. And when we got there, he said, there's a movie that we might be doing that you're right for. I'll keep you in mind. All right. He gives me his number and we talk briefly over the next six months. And I was filming my my uh, upcoming films that I was doing in Tennessee. And I got a text from him. And he goes, check your email. And I checked my email and he goes, I'd love you to play Jerry Stearns. He goes, Jerry Stearns has got all these different layers, yada, yada, yada. And pretty much what it is, I contact my agent. I said, listen, here we go. I want to play this role. I want to work with these guys. I, I want to do it. And that was really the, the basis of it. And what's so there you go. And what's really interesting about this is it, it opened up a lot of other things because this is special. When I got there, the first thing I did, and the young actors have to know this, as soon as I got there, the first thing I did is go to Jerry Stearns' house. I hung out with Jerry because he's still living. We hung out. We talked. I got to know him. I got to understand him. I didn't want to be him. I wanted to know him. Mm -hmm. And we became very close. We talked or texted every day. And he died four days before. Oh, sad is that. So to play a character who's living great, passed away great, but to play a character who's died yeah. while filming was very hard on me, the cast, the family. Yeah. Um, we were, we, could, we were connected to this day. We talk every other week, the family and I, which is great because I feel like, um, you know, I feel Jerry would want me to stay in touch with his family. He was honored that I was playing him. He gave me the, uh, the symbol of, okay, it's okay for Kevin to play me, which is really cool. And uh, he has a lovely family. The Stearns family in Birmingham are fantastic. And I'm trying to do everything I can to, to just honor him. You know, this is about really oh, Jerry. I think the film will. <laughs> For sure. Now, Paul Savino was on our show. You know Paul Savino. Well, yeah. 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 And Paul had a beautiful farm in uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, you know, which is not far from New York. And he gave up the farm and he moved back to Hollywood. And I asked him why. He said, Ron, if you're not on the scene, you don't get work. You got to be in Hollywood. You got to walk around. You got to see everybody. You got to let them know you're alive and that you're looking to work. And that's the advice that I give people. Uh, a lot of people are coming from little towns and they don't know how to exactly get out there. 
get exposure. Go to New York to learn some style and some things that New York offers. Then go to L.A. and be a part of the scene. You agree? Yeah, I, I grew up in West Virginia, went to college in Pittsburgh. Uh, the day after I graduated, I took off to New York City for six months. Exactly. Scared to death, but tried to figure it out. And then I bounced around in five other states. I ended up going to Nashville uh, for a weekend workshop, and a manager said, hey, I think you're going to be okay. I'd like to get you some work. And I said, listen, I have a week. That's all I have. If you can't find me work in a week, I'm leaving. I slept in my car for a week, man. Um, I was in a parking lot at, at the Howard Johnson's, and every time someone would come at 6 o'clock in the morning and get in their car, I'd wake up. I'd run around to the side of the hotel because I looked like I wasn't a killer. And I'd knock on the door, and someone would let me in. And as we would walk down the hallway because they're checking out, I would see their keys dangling, and I would see what room number they're in, and I would have conversation. Hey, yeah, nice to see you, whatever. And as they would leave to check out, I would actually walk out with them and then I would say, oh, guys, I'll catch up with you in a minute. I'd walk over to the front desk and go, hey, I'm in room 330. I forgot my wallet. He'd give me the key. I'd go shower. <laughs> I've never heard that story. That's terrific. I've heard some stories in my day, but never that one. A week later, I got my first job. I was there for four and a half months before I landed a Toyota National. I was there a total of six months. I got in the Screen Actors Guild, and that job ran for three years. And at those times, residuals were fantastic on commercials. And that got me to Florida. And then that got me there for two years. And I went to L.A. and I've been here 18 years. Well, you did it the right way. You, you did it the way everybody should. It's definitely a you-must-do job. It's not a job that anybody else can do for you unless you're lucky. Or if you're born to John Voight, you know, that doesn't hurt a little bit either. Uh, now we have uh, the great-grandchildren of certain movie stars that are in the biz, and they, they get it on a silver platter. Um, what saddens me is there's so much great, great talent out there, uh, fabulous talent that never really goes anywhere. Because of all these blow-up movies, we have so many of them, all the CGI films. Uh, years ago, it was a little easier because people were actors and actresses, and they had roles to play in films that made them stars. Um, we've lost all of that. I'm only hoping that Hollywood goes back to making good films for actors and actresses. And please, Hollywood, help all the writers out. So many are losing their homes in L.A. and are broke because their scripts just don't go anywhere because they don't have a, a, a building exploding. That's right. No, How do you feel about that? If you talk to casting directors, which a lot of them are friends of mine, the first thing they'll say to you is, okay, we're casting this film. Who is in social media that we can give a role to because they're going to blast the movie? So a lot of roles are being taken from, you know, Vining and, and uh, uh, the, the people on Twitter. And, and that's not, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying the shift of how you market a movie with, with social media now is so different that they know that if Bob over here who does Vines or so-and-so who does this has a 10 million followers, that's, that's like money to them. They hit two or three vines, 10 million people know about the movie. So I get what they're saying. Yeah, I get all that too because like, like I think I've done about 10 movies and I, I suck. I'm flat out tell you I can't act at all. Trust um, me. <laughs> I, I read lines with him one night. I was hysterical laughing. I really do. I, I'm not good. I'm great. Had, I'm great. At no, I've never had a better time. I said, Jimmy, you're supposed to act, not read. He said, oh, okay. Can I do it again? I said, yeah. He, said, he, he reads the line. I said, no, Jimmy, you're supposed to act. He said, well, how do you act? 
I don't know how to do it. He my my point of no, but my point of telling you because I'm great at interviews because I know stuff. I know tons of pop culture stuff, and I can keep a conversation going without any problem whatsoever. But in the acting, that but the only reason I've been in the ten or twelve movies that I've been in is because they know that I'll promote it on the show, and I've got a million Twitter followers and in social media total, I have about four million between all my different accounts, and they know I will promote it. And so, like, I get put in it, and that's, you know, so I hear what you're saying, and I don't really necessarily think that those people are the most talented. There are a few that are very talented who have millions and millions of followers, but uh, I would prefer it to go to people who, you know, can really, like, do the job. And that way, when you see the film, like, we went and saw The Intern last night, a very good film, not no blow-ups, no crashes, all dialogue and story. And good writing. Hello, good writing. Like a Woodlawn. beginning, a middle, and an end. Like in Woodlawn will be. Like a real film that, you know. I mean, um, actors piece was wonderful. But Jimmy, you may give you the best acting advice ever if you're ever doing another job. The best piece of advice you'll ever take. Okay, go ahead. Don't act. There you just, go. Just be you. Yeah, but you ever hear him read a line? <laughs> and then he said to me, over there, <laughs> watch out, there is a bullet coming into my head. Oh my, I must duck now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not any good. What are you going to do? I was crying. I almost peed myself. I, I was dating him at the time also. We weren't even married yet. And I thought to myself, I hope this guy's not thinking he's going to be an actor and support himself. Yeah, but, I definitely couldn't support myself. He ain't him, going anywhere. I noticed, though, in your body of work, you've done a little bit of both. You have some of the blow-me-up movies. You have some blow-me-up stuff, and you have some really, like, you know, gritty, gritty yeah. acting-like stuff that's not... That's not dependent on blow-ups and special effects for people to like it. So I think that's like really cool um, that you're doing both. I realize you got to go what you know what gets offered and what you go after, but I think that um, I much prefer. I'm kind of like a, in between the age of like I still like some like I love all the superhero movies and all that stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but Jimmy, but I like the character story-driven stuff a lot better. There are all kinds of actors. There are people who become actors because they need fame. Those that become actors because they love money, and those like Marlon Brando, who we mentioned before, and Joan, uh, I mean, and um, I'm trying to think, no, Lauren Bacall, of course. I'm thinking of Paul Newman's wife, uh, Joanne, Joanne Woodward. Woodward. Joanne Woodward is an actress. She couldn't care, I mean, I've met her, I've spoken to her. She couldn't care less about fame or money. She couldn't care less about looking pretty, about her hair done. She, she's an actor. And that's her life, and that's what she does. She lives to act, and that's the people that get where they go. Well, and that's what's fun. You, you mentioned about my projects, and what I've tried to do is not take projects that are always the same. Like uh, we're in we're in pre production on a on a Christmas film called Believe Right Now with Miles Brown, the kid from Blackish, and and um, Ryan O'Quinn. And I was just offered another Christmas movie, and I'm going. I, I can't do that back to back like that because it's just it's not going to do me any good to promote one or them, and it's not going to look good for me to do back to back to back Christmas movies. So you got to be strategic on what you're doing. Uh, we have a fun comedy coming out uh, next year called True Calling, and man, you talk about a hoot! That was a blast because I get to do some comedy. So it's you know I'm trying to find projects where I can play some gritty character stuff, do leading man stuff, and I can also do some comedy. I just want to, I just want to act. I just want to that, that, that's I why you'll, you're successful and your success will continue because you have to love this stupid business. Yeah. Because if you don't love it, you're going to kill you. It's a horrible business. When yeah, people say to me, how do, you, how do you feel being an actor? I said, well, first of all, I made five films. I'm not an actor. I'm an interviewer for like a hundred years. And, 
I like what I do. If I didn't like it, I, I couldn't do it. I'd do it as well as I do. You must love acting to yeah. be a great actor. I believe that totally. You know, and there's and there's another flip side to that. Is I, I talked to a lot of my uh, a lot of my friends about this. As much as you give of your soul to be an actor and all you have to give to be there, you also have to have an outlet. You have to have something else. It can't just be acting. You got to be able to have a family or have music or have friends. You got to have something as an outlet writing to get you away from this crazy world because it's so easy for these actors. And I've seen it happen where they get inflated and they think they're bigger than life. And then they, they have a bad movie and they don't have a career and they're freaking out. So it's I know many, many of the great legends of Hollywood because my TV show interviewed them over the years. And I've got to tell you, the women that were great beauties like Arlene Dahl and Jane Russell and uh, people like that, they don't discuss aging and they don't discuss what they look like now. It's extremely painful. The guys are like Tony Curtis, who was a riot, couldn't care less. Uh, he'll discuss anything without any pain. But most of the great legends of Hollywood that no longer get their asses kissed, they don't get the perks, they don't get the, they're not even, I mean, I went all over with Jane Russell. She was my friend. She stayed at my house. We used to go shopping in the mall. And nobody knew it was Jane Russell. And it bothered her. And I knew it bothered her. Because she would like almost want to tell people, I'm Jane Russell. So, yeah. I forgot what I was talking about. Do you believe that? <laughs> I get so involved with this crap. <laughs> okay, well, hang on. I want to go two things because we only got about three minutes left. Okay, number one, how was it being on Prison Break? Because I think that was one of the coolest, most ingenious like television shows in the last ten years. Did you like being on Prison Break? I know you didn't do tons, yeah. but you were on a couple episodes. No, no, no. Prison Break was fun. I, I really enjoyed those guys. Set, be able to just sit back and watch how they tell the story. I mean, the writing was just so detailed and complicated, but there's always a means to an end. Right. Um, I remember with watching Wentworth and just sat back and just watching how he portrayed that character. He has such a, uh, a powerful stillness to him in that, in that character. And he was just so methodical on everything he had to do. And it was really, for me, it was kind of like an acting class. You said every job I do, I'm watching the other actors going, what is it that they do that I don't do well, that I can do better? There you, you know, go. You always look at what you can do. You know, it's always you always try to take notes and and try to get better at what you do and always you know get better at what you're not good at. But Prison Break was really cool for me. That that came right on the heels of Dollhouse. I went right from Prison Break, I think, to Dollhouse, and it was really fun. Do a prison make a good old like a guy that's doing a life sentence. I would really that I would really love to do. So the chair behind you is that is that from Woodlawn? Oh yeah, yeah. That's my. Uh, that, you're exactly right. That's my chair from Woodlawn. Yeah, uh, that's, that's cool what to have, get to keep mementos from things like that. Like so. hell, you don't get to keep them. He swiped that. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Like there's all my wife's it's stuff. Jack shit. Oh look, it's got his whole wall full of it. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. They don't give that's you all my wife's stuff there because she's a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, GinaLombardi.com. That's her website. She's a trainer to a lot of the the stars in Hollywood. She gets them in shape and tries to keep me in shape. And then you can look over here. And just see all kinds of stuff we have. So, yeah. you got to swipe it. I asked Jane Russell, I said, do you have any of the costumes that you wore in general for blondes? She said, are you kidding? That wardrobe bitch comes, she grabs those costumes. They put them under lock and key. You never get them. So you can't even swipe them. All right. So let's do one more big plug. First of all, you guys, if you want to follow Kevin on Twitter, you're Kevin Sizemore, right, on Twitter? Yep. yep. It's at Kevin Sizemore on Twitter, everybody. Um, you can follow him there. Are you on Instagram, too? 
Yep, Kevin Sizemore. You Kevin Sizemore everywhere. So follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. Um, make sure to go see Woodlawn October 16th. We are. In theaters. It's going to be a great, great film. And uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Go on Kevin Sizemore's IMDb. Check out all the things he's been in and watch all of them. So that and, way you can and, see and great talent. Kevin, let me tell you something. You're going to be seen more and more and more and more. You're on your way, buddy. You're a hell of a good actor. I remember you from that part. And I his personality. He's got guts. He's got balls. He's a fighter. He's a tough guy. He, he's a go-forward guy. He don't give a shit who's in the way. He'll knock everybody down, but he'll go forward. And you can watch his son. If you guys like Nashville, we had Riley Smith on. <laughs> Nashville is a great show, everybody. I freaking like, love it. It's a really fun show. And uh, especially if you like country music, it's all about the music industry. It's a lot of fun. And um, what else was I going to tell? Oh, you know what, too, we have to do? We have to, like, thank Wendy Shepard. We want to thank Wendy Shepard from Studio Matrix for setting this whole interview up. Um, do you have anything else you want to promote? you got about a minute. Well, if we're all three trying to get a vehicle, we should all three get a Ford, right? Yeah. There we go. Oh, right. Now Ford owes him a car, please. <laughs> you got to give the man a free car. That's right. Isn't that great? We're going to the, we're at, we have our premiere for Woodlawn here on Monday on the 5th. We're having it a little bit early, so that's going to be fun. And um, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's going to be an interesting film. I just hope people, when they go see Woodlawn... You were a very interesting guest. Well, thank you. When they go see Woodlawn, I'm just hoping that people walk in, and when you walk out, I just hope you think. Just think about it. You know, just think well, about I, it. I don't have to think because I never had that mentality, but those people that are prejudiced and who are still prejudiced today, I hope they learn something from it. Yeah. Well, I think everyone's going to enjoy it. It's got a great message to it, and it's, if you love football and faith then this is the movie for you. There you go. Terrific. All right. Sounds so, Kevin, great. we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Anytime you got anything new to promote, let us know. We'll have you back on anytime. We loved having you, and thank you so much, and good and luck with the And we're going to critique you when we, after we see your movie. Oh, <laughs> and tell Brett Rice howdy for me. Absolutely. We sure will. Thank you so much. Good luck Bye with everything. Now. Have a great week. Thanks, Kevin. All right, everybody. Bye -bye. Um, all Again. right, everybody. Kevin Sizemore was a great guest. Bello Sanchez was terrific. So you want to be a stars. Michael Santi, we had a great show. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, next week, we got Brett Rice coming on. He's also in Woodlawn. And um, we will appreciate everybody for tuning in. Have a great week, everybody. And, oh, oh, and there's, there's the leopard shoe that Ron was talking about, everybody. Check it out. He's, <laughs> he wants to know if he can wear the leopard shoe. So check it out. It's really cool. Let us know next week. We'll bring it back on. And, Chad, thank you so much. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Later. Bye, everybody. I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all as Alfie. The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. British, I'm your one and one of Jimmy Star, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like a star. We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy, your game is tight Gonna get laid tonight You need, you need Jimmy Star, Jimmy Star Say goodbye to your credit card rewards Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target Are pushing for a law in Congress To take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points To line their pockets The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.